Hey guys, thanks so much for clicking play on this episode of Long Story Short by Vistaprint. Elle and Shamir, these are two women that have turned their passion into a purpose. That purpose, supporting other Black women chefs. As co-founders of the nonprofit She Chef Inc., they're building a network of talented artisans and allies that pay it forward by hiring one another and mentoring each other and creating a more diverse culinary community. In their discussion with our host, Carla Marie, Elle and Shamir shared these tips on how to turn your business into a mission. Number one, don't be afraid to be a visionary. You don't have to have all the answers before diving in. Have a vision for how you want to see it going, how you can contribute beyond your everyday work, and make small steps towards that reality. Number two, tap into your existing community for resources. We hear this one a lot. Utilize what you have immediately available to you. Also, create an authentic community of support. Don't compete or just take from that community, but contribute. And lastly, believe in yourself. Naysayers, doubters, haters, whatever you want to call them, will undoubtedly chime in with their unsolicited opinions. But don't give up on your vision. All right, keep listening to hear way more about their journey coming up now. It's Long Story Short with Carla Marie, brought to you by Vistaprint. Welcome back to Long Story Short. Now, today's episode is going to hit home for a lot of us, actually all of us, because we all have a passion. But how do we take that passion and turn it into a business or an organization? And we have the perfect guest here with us today. I'm very, very excited to hear their story. We've got L. Simone Scott, who is founder of She Chef, and Shamir Ward, who is co-founder of She Chef and founder of Clean Plate Co. They have turned their passion of cooking into a business and an organization that has helped their mission to help support other Black female chefs. And this year, She Chef was awarded a $25,000 forward grant from Vistaprint in partnership with the NAACP. And I can't congratulate you, by the way. I can't wait to learn about that. So hi, ladies. Thank you. Hi, Carla. Thanks for having us. Of course. So give us a explanation of She Chef, because no one will explain it better than you guys. And also talk about how you both met. Well, um, She Chef was founded officially in 2013, but it was after... Um, I'd graduated from culinary school and got into the workforce. And although I'd gone to school with a a fair amount of black and brown people, when I got into the workforce, I did not see that um, same demographic represented. And, you know, as a former social worker, I just became very curious as to why um, the representation wasn't there in the industry, especially for women. You know, there was a good chance that you'd see men of color, but women of color were even less so. And so, you know, after utilizing the student affairs um, person at the school that I went to to kind of do some ground research about why that was happening, I ended up just forming bonds with, um, you know, women in the industry who loved the work and just needed support. And so we just decided to start supporting each other. And, you know, after it started growing, you know, I thought it, it could be advantageous but beneficial to organize, you know, and, and see how many other women chefs or aspiring women chefs were out there in the world. And I threw a launch party in 2013 after just doing the groundwork, introducing the what would be the brand um, to the community in New York, which is where I was living at the time. And it was very well received. I mean, an event that I didn't even think I would have 75 attendees at, there were over 200 people in rotation. And, and, and Mm. one 
of those people uh, was Shamir Ward. And she, um, the rest was kind of history, but I'll let her tell her side of that story. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite story to tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, it all began, well, at the time, Cleave Plate Company was just starting up. We actually got founded um, in 2010, but around this time, 2013, it was like, okay, enough cooking out of your house, time to get legit. Time to get your licenses and within that year i was basically um new to a commercial kitchen space called hot bread kitchen so i'm in gear i'm ready and then i find uh, the she chef launch party a launch event and i saw an image of l right away it clicked like i have to go to this event not only is she attached to some of the greatest things that i love at the moment but i needed the mentoring and kind of just um the inspiration to get in and be confident so we went to this event, my husband and I, it was kind of like a date night. So we made it more like a mingling thing. And, um, you know, being new to uh, business, um, as soon as I saw her, I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks great. Like, how do you have an event this cool and look great? That takes a lot of effort. So as soon as she came in, I just jolted to her and I said, hi, you know, my name is Shamir Ward. This is my husband, Norbert. And we have a catering company called Clean Plate Company. I know it's kind of took her aback a little bit because she just stepped in the door. But honestly, like I was right there. I just had to say something. I had to introduce myself. And that's pretty much where it all began. And still to this day, I can still see and feel the energy of that that evening as, as probably pressured as she was. She just looked so effortless and just well to get well put together. And I was just a fan right away. I was like, <laughs> But now you guys are running She Chef together, correct. correct? Correct. So what was that, L? How did it go from here's this woman <laughs> introducing me to herself to me at this event? You know, this is a crazy night. To you guys now run She Chef together. What was that part? Well, you know, from the the very first time we decided to sit down and have a conversation with each other, which was maybe just about a week or two after meeting. Um, we had an instant connection, you know, like we, we decided to go to brunch. I think we left the restaurant around when they started serving dinner. Right. So yeah, <laughs> we literally just sat and talked and, um, none of it was really about food. We really just talked about our lives. Um, and we became friends. Right. So I think that the friendship is definitely the core of the partnership, you know, so throughout business, although, I'm certain that at more points than not, Shamir considered me more more of like a mentor, even though I, I, not that she, I don't think she dishonored the idea of friendship, but like, you know, she's like, you're my mentor, you know? And I'm like, yeah, we're friends. As we grew our new businesses at the same time, we started to lean into each other, you know, like just motivational talks. I mean, there've been many times, Shamir, well, that was the point of She Chef as well, It was, though. it was. But, you know, yeah. as a founder or a leader, you know, or a CEO or something like that, it's very seldom that that person has access to someone that they can, you know, lean into or talk to. And I found that in Shamir. Like, even though I was help, helping to provide resource to grow her business, we were actually kind of in the same position, just different types of business, right? And so having someone that I could talk to who could, encourage me on days when I felt down and vice versa and just always have a pep talk. Like Shamir always had a pep talk, you know, still to this day. 
And, you know, some time had passed and this, I feel like our relationship just kind of really budded, you know, like it, we, it became more than business. Like I'm, I'm close with her family. She's close with my family, you know? And, and I think about two years ago, almost two years now, I got into an accelerator program and because I work full time and I have all these, you know, other responsibilities, I couldn't be as present in that program as I really wanted to be. And one of the other founders in the program suggested that maybe I should take on a co-founder so that I can at least have another person who can be present when I can't. And they challenged me to really think about who I knew, who I trusted, um, who knows my business the way that I know my business to put into that spot. And the first person that came to mind was Shamir, you know? And so I reached out to her, it was during the pandemic. And I think everybody was really kind of going through a hard time, you know, to some degree. And um, I think we just kind of decided that we were done going through hard times individually, right? We're going to do it together. Any business owner will tell you one of the hardest things to do is to find someone else who gets your vision and then for you to hand over those reins to someone else. And you guys obviously had your friendship and, and you were able to do that. But at what point, like take me back to 2013, when you have this event, are you like, Oh, this is a this is an organization. This is a business. This just a, this isn't just a bunch of women getting together, supporting one another. This is something bigger than we imagined. So, talk us through if anyone has a passion and they want to turn it into a business. What do you even do? Well, interestingly enough, Carla, I I did not think that way when I was having the event. I was still think <laughs> to this day I don't think I really it really resonates with me like what is what is happening in the world as it relates to Shisha, but. Um, what I will, what advice I would give someone who is looking to start a business, I would say, you know, like, I think it's okay to, to be, um, projective, right? Like I threw a launch party for an organization I was hoping to form. It had not actually been formed. We were still just a group of like six of us who would hang out and just eat pizza sometimes, catch a train with each other to work sometimes. You know, I was thinking I was being, I was trying to be a visionary, right? And I feel like one of the greatest things that one can do for themselves is manifest their, their desires, right? Like using your words, turning them into small ideas that turn into bigger ideas, you know, like first I just wanted to see if people would even buy into the idea of Shisha. And everyone there was like, this, you know, I did a slide presentation and, you know, I dedicated it to my grandmother. I had the, the group of women that I was kicking it with at the time do the, the, the um, photo shoot, you know, um, it was really, really grassroots. It was like a friend uh, who had a camera, you know, like I really just, I would say tap into your community of people. Like it doesn't have to be very expensive to get started. Tap into the community um, be a visionary. Think about what you would like to see and put that out as your prototype at all times. And finally, um, you know, like, I think it's maybe it's easy to say, but like, just, you know, believe in yourself, right? Like there, you'll have yeah. a lot of naysayers. You'll have people who just don't even see the vision. Just move forward anyway. Jameer, you are one of those people that obviously believed in Elle's vision with She Chef before you came on as a co-founder. So as someone who went to this event, what was it that really drew you to this organization that was forming? Um, I would have to say the community factor. Um, Elle is from Detroit, but the event was in Brooklyn. I at the time lived uh, borderline Brooklyn, 
Queens, which is Ridgewood. And the fact that everyone was there in that moment, happy, you can tell that people were kind of uh, thinking about their plans. You know, it's a networking event. So you're there to speak to one another, introduce one another um, as far as business goes. But it was like in that moment, people were rethinking about their own plans. Like, wow, this is spectacular. I wonder if I can take my small business and add a community to it as well. So um, that's literally Elle's mission, just trying to bring people together. And one of our first, I guess you could say gatherings, and I will always bring this up. Elle literally took most of us at that event and took us to her job. At the time she was working at the CHU, you know, it's New York City, it's like hustling, bustling, and we all got up early. And we didn't even know, most of us didn't know each other yet. And it was just like that, I guess you could say trip, Mm -hmm. together made like a common bond because to be in that audience, like you got to get tickets for that stuff. Like it's, yeah. it's prime time. How do, how do I get in the audience? My mom was at home watching that show. He's like, I saw you guys. Where are you going to get experiences like this from? And for from someone who's so down to earth and so cool, who brought us all together, not just for an event and just said, okay, well buy my product and, look into my information. I'll see you guys later. She kept us together. And that was just one time that we kept, you know, not hooking up, but just forming ideas. And that's pretty much the energy that goes into business. It's about relationships. So it's not, you know, feeling isolated and trying to figure out what to do and dealing with setbacks on your own. Mm -hmm. It's forming a community where we can discuss things and have experiences with one another and get those inspirational juices to maintain business in New York City. It's not easy. Well, there's strength in community. And mm -hmm. you guys have obviously proven that. I know a lot of people when they think, oh, I have this passion, I have this idea. How do I make it a product? But a lot of times people don't think, how do I make it an organization? But you also went through the same thing that any business owner will go through in that I see this problem in the world and I want to mm -hmm. fix it. Whether that is creating anything like an umbrella or something as way more important as I don't see as many people who are black and brown females actually breaking into the industry. So what does she chef do to make sure that those women go from being in school to actually landing a job in the industry? What are some of the things that you guys do as an organization? Um, I think we, we try to function um, in the truest sense of a network. Like whenever we have had an opportunity that we know is not like a long term opportunity or we'll call like rolling basis opportunities, we just try to make sure that we're filling those positions with someone. It's, it's the old, old concept of like bringing someone forward, right? Like when I'm almost done, I start to talk to the leadership of this particular, uh, the Chew is a perfect example. When my time was ending there, I, I started to let them know, you know, like I'm, I'm going to be transitioning out, but I've been training someone you know, just in the, in the industry overall, I would love to bring them on. They love that because that's less work that they have to do. And if I've left a good reputation behind me, the person coming behind me has it a lot easier. Right. And so it's a way for black and brown women to break the glass ceiling. Right. It, it's, it's what happens in the business world in most, in most like predominantly white organizations and institutions, right? Like your, your, your father goes to Harvard, your son will go to Harvard, the grandson will go to Harvard, right? It's, 
it's not a new thing. It's just um, getting women in the food and beverage industry who are in leadership positions to help prepare other women who are coming up to take their place, right? Like, and a lot of that requires us to break free of this concept of competition, right? Like, I, I'm not competing with anyone, but I, I have aspirations. There are other things that I want to do. All I can do is make sure that I've cleared a path for someone to come in after. And that's how she chef functions, right? Like, we don't have a whole, um, you know, like bylaws and rules. The rules are pay it forward, right? Right. Like, bring someone through the ranks with you when you move on. And that's just how it works. It's not a, you know, it's not a yeah, sorority. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it function, it might function as that, you know, but like at the end of the day, there's no hazing. There's no hazing. Like, I mean, the only, the only thing is the, the commitment is when you get on, put someone on, you cannot come take and leave. You have to come get what you need, pass it on. And you might be passing it on many times, you know, that's really cool. It is, it is really cool to see how you have taken not just both of you, your passion of cooking, right? Like that's like a lot of people have a passion of cooking and will do nothing with it other than feed themselves, which is right. fine, but you've done way more. I mean, Shamir, you have clean plate company. Yeah. Then you have this organization that not only, you know, puts women together and, and black women and helps them. It then puts them in the workforce, which makes the workforce better mm-hmm. and fills these places. It's, it's wonderful what you've truly done with your passion. It, it really is incredible on what you guys have done and the fact that you've gone from city to city. And now with this brand, I cannot wait to follow your story and see what you guys continue to do. So thank you for sharing everything with us today. And if there is anything else you want to end on and leave on, and please let people know how to follow you and, and how to check out Chi Chef and, and go to these events when you start having them again. Awesome. Well, you can find us on all social media platforms practically. We're on Twitter at She Chef Inc. INC, She Chef INC. That's also where you can mm-hmm. find us on Instagram. Um, I am L underscore Simone underscore Scott. Um, Shamir is at Clean Plate Co. on Instagram. And are you on Twitter, Shamir? Do you tweet? I am. Well, I, I kind of like do the, <laughs> the repost <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, we, we also have um, a Patreon, which you can find in the link of our bio on Instagram. Um, we're we're get, just getting ready to start ramping up the Patreon, you know, once we kind of land on our, our plans, plans. But I'm going to be offering to our Patreon um, followers small batch essential oils. I grow lavender and the, and the like Ooh, here okay. in my kitchen. So I'm going to be give, gifting those to our Patreon patrons. Um Ooh. And, and, you know, just watch Eventbrite. We have an Eventbrite page and when we start posting our events there. That's where you can attend and, um, you know, follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We're recently on TikTok. Oh, yeah. all right. I love that. TikTok. And then website is hersheshef.com. That's it. Yes, correct? it is. Okay. Go support these women. They're an incredible organization. Shamir Ward, L. Simone Scott. Thank you for being here and thank you for doing amazing work. Appreciate thank you guys. Thank you, Kyla. Thanks for listening to Long Story Short. Please make sure you subscribe to this podcast and or join us every other Tuesday for our live show. Look for Vistaprint on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for the live stream. We've got more great guests that will share details about their small business journey, some tips and best practices that we hope will help you grow and sustain your business. Until next time.